As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the Nerdiverse. Go ahead, sit and listen to the masters. The old heads talk about what you love the most. Video games, comics, movies, and everything you need to maintain your We got the knowledge that's straight out the ether. Gonna need a drink and have to take a seat to expand your mind and listen to the speaker. Mike and the squad's gonna give you what you need. Please uh, send in a question. Come and get some answers. Learn a couple lessons from the masters with the special guests. We got the green lanterns glowing on our chest. Yes, please sit back and relax. Cause we're gonna hit you with them stories. Facts and allow me to be the very first to welcome you to the Masters of the Nerdiverse. Welcome to Masters of the Nerdiverse. This is the Masters of the Nerdiverse podcast where we always have such sites to show you. This Chuck E. Cheese of a podcast can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, SoundCloud, YouTube iHeartRadio, and Google Play. I'm, of course, your host, Mike G. And my also host with the most is Winter Trash Monk, the Thizzard. What's up, everybody? This is Winter. That is Winter Trash Monk. That's Trash Monk, the third. That's Trash Monk, I-I-I. That's Trash Monk, I-I-I. And I'm coming mm-hmm. at you in my room. Looking at my clean room, actually, I cleaned it this Sunday. No need to brag. Uh, hey, and uh, fun fact: I used Zoom conference the first time this Sunday. How'd it work? Very good. <laughs> Nothing much to Ooh. it. Uh, definitely not gonna pay for that service, but you know, it, it is. Uh, it is what it is. As a premium service. Zoom can definitely sponsor this podcast. <laughs> Wink. Bling. You know. Yeah. You got to do the uh SNL Will Ferrell wink where he's uh where he's doing the still life and he's the weird he has a weird beard and long hair and he's doing like nude still life. <laughs> and he was like he was he was like <laughs> Da Vinci called this one the thinker, but I call this one the stinker. <laughs> it's super stupid. Yeah. Uh, that's something. Good times. Is it? That's the, <laughs> how unfortunate. Oh man, dude. So I was thinking about Chuck E. Cheese longer than any human, any adult probably should think about just the structural integrity of a Chuck E. Cheese. And I want to ask Winter. I know that you know you um you, you don't necessarily live in quote unquote the big no. city, right? Yeah. Have you ever encountered a Chuck E. Cheese, my man? What was that? 
Have you ever been to a Chuck E. Cheese, dude? Or something alike? Have to I it? ever been to a Chuck E. Cheese? Yes, once. Sixth grade, sixth or seventh grade, I believe. Yeah, man. Chuck E. Cheese's are kind of weird if you think about it for more than five minutes. Uh, why really? are they weird? Because the Chuck E. Cheese creates an illusion of happiness where it's really <laughs> gosh. more like a gross, morose kind of a gross, morose around the whole place. <laughs> yeah, you... it's a gross, morose. Thing. Get out of here, I'm just saying, Ice Cube. Like... We got a new <laughs> gross, morose bars. Gross morose, I'm just saying, toast like, the toast. <laughs> gross morose, the coast, the toast, the boast. Oh, man. Verbose. <laughs> no, but, like, <laughs> like, you walk into a Chuck E. Cheese, man, and, like, at least back in the uh-huh. day, like, back in the day, when you're, like, sixth, fourth, fifth grade, it's this magical place that's this happy medium between Sizzler and, like, Disneyland. You know what I mean? Or, in uh, Disney, or like a restaurant. Yeah, it's this weird balance where I'm a kid and I'm going to get pizza and I'm going to play games for, for tickets. Yeah. And then I'm going to see an animatronic show just for me. But you, you think now that we're adults in retrospect, as an adult, it's probably a very weird place to be. I don't know. You know they I mean? have like the, Dave and Buster's, for ladies you and gentlemen. <laughs> I know that. Uh, David Buster's is a very smart business idea because uh-huh. it's just Chuck E. Cheese for adults who want to get drunk, you know what I mean, and have a good time and play. It's a barcade, technically. Right. You know right. what I mean? But David Buster's don't have animatronic dancers or anything weird like that to entice you into fun. That would be weird. <laughs> Can you imagine if David Buster's had like animatronic Led Zeppelin and it was just like. Or and or, or like animatronic like Rolling Stones, and it's like this Madame Tussauds versions of the Rolling Stones, right. and they're gyrating and singing. You know, she's I'm so hot for you, but she's so cold. But it's like their jaws are animatronically moving, and they're not blinking. Yeah, well, that's actually what uh, the Rolling Stones wanted done to them, according to their will, when they all die. Um, to be <laughs> strapped up as uh, like marionette dolls and go on tour at to all Dave and Buster's, <laughs> but it has to be their corpses though. It can't yeah. be metal. It just play. It has to be their decaying corpses. Yeah, yeah I see what you're saying. Uh, it is very strange, but it's also that whole thing that children shows already have a, a weird strangeness to it. Like there's a spectrum in in those shows where. Both children and massive drug users can both share enjoyment out of their, enjoyment. Yeah. Like, for instance, Adventure Time, SpongeBob, Cat Dog, all those type of shows. It just made me think about further, like Adventure the Flapjack in art. Enter the Adventures the Flapjack, right? Uh, uh, Rick and Morty for that, even though Rick and Morty's more yeah, towards yeah. adults. I mean, this channel that they're on is Adult Swim. <laughs> right, literally. Yeah, right, but you but see some kids makes me think of the really deep pool, the deep end. You know, some of them learned how to swim. That's the, that's the mm-hmm. problem. Their parents taught them how to adult swim. Uh, oh, geez. Um, but it makes me think about like even older shows where they had creatures as fun time things. Like, HR like Sesame Street and HR Huff and stuff and you know like people in suits right. 
to entertain children. Like, where did that come from? Like, I don't get like how the appeal, how that appeal was bo- was birthed. okay. Uh, you know keep talking I mean? about that's, that. That's crazy. I'm gonna to look me. up a link for our audience because there is a, an hour and a half long documentary that talks about this that I watched halfway. Through. I would love um, that link because uh, I think that's fascinating. Like certain marketing ideas, like how did this happen? Like, I, the documentary what? draws a link to uh, um, furries, so it's uh, ah, yeah, 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 yeah so yeah, yeah. it's it goes all the way to like um. They had a certain term for it, but it's essentially going to how in cartoons you have animals at behaving as humans, and it, it then stretches mm. to like in the real world humans wanting to personify this character or something like that. Yeah, uh, so I would check. That makes yeah, sense. Cause, it's uh, if you yeah. just look up furries down the rabbit hole, and it's by Frederick Knudsen, <laughs> Knudsen, and it's uh, nice. he did the whole Knudsen. series called Down the Rabbit Hole, and. Uh, this is 44 minutes right. long, and I'm like a third of the way through. That, I'm going to have to check that out because I think it's really fascinating. Like just how one plus one equals two, and then two turns into two billion. Yes. And it's like, where did this come so, from? Man? So while so uh, Mike G is watching or like watching anime and getting getting to know more about the news, I'm watching these deep, <laughs> deep YouTube videos about <laughs> furries and... Uh, rain, uh, rainforest, twenty fifteen. Dude, at least you're not watching Marble Hornets in the in the oranges of Slenderman. Right. <laughs> Don't <laughs> if you want to just conserve lifetime. In regards to like, we only hope we we'll, as humans we only have so many days and minutes and seconds in our lives. Don't fall down the Marble Hornets hole because <laughs> it's 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 so many hours long and it's nothing. Right. It's just it's empty carbs, dude. Don't do it. Oh man, that's fun. Well, while we're both trolling YouTube, have you did you do anything else this week, Winner? What was that? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Uh how was your week? Oh, How'd you week My go? week was interesting. Um can't get into too much about it in the podcast, but um I got a lot of most of most um pretty much the events of the weekend uh, made me stay at home contemplate life and I worked on uh this both the audio drama script I submitted to some folks that should be worked on during the summer and started working on uh part 3 of one of the things that we are doing for MOTN wink 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 yeah wink 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 all the eyes winking even the third <laughs> eye that's the wisdom. Yeah, but mind. my third eye is blind. Ooh, that's only for ten yeah. people listening. Those who do live a semi semi charmed life, semi charmed life. Dang, I messed up. Yeah, they lived they lived a sweet mm-hmm. life, man. Ooh, I like yeah. it. I like it. I like it. I like it. So, what did you do this week? My week is I. You ever thought about like the reason why the re, like beans can be refried? You know what I mean? Like you have beans, then you fry them and then you refry the beans, right? It goes to a second kind of like double battering tempura, Mm -hmm. you know, (laughs) it it may seem unnecessary, but it actually increases the flavor, right? Well, I've been under the weather almost since the beginning of 2019 and I refried beans myself into more under the weather (laughs) 
So I've been literally just a human zombie for the past week. Like just well, that's cool. Just I can't shake it. Yeah, I've been undead. Like I cut off my finger, it grew back. It's kind of dope. <laughs> uh, it was just I was like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> Start feeling a tingle, F- finger grew back. Uh, so I've been fighting whatever is going on with me. So fingers crossed that you know my by my birthday I'll be a hundred percent. Uh, other than that, I've just been laid up, watched a couple of movies, uh, watched the, fu- the we, we talked about the Fire Festival last week, so I thought I was able to watch the Hulu version yeah. of it to get the other side of the story, and just that just that whole catastrophe is just so fascinating. Again, recommending uh, the Internet Historian YouTube video that talks about the that festival. It's, if you, like, I'm telling you, if you're within the sound of my voice... And you just want to see a complete S show, like like something that is absolute foobar. From the word jump, you have to indulge yourself with anything Fire Festival related, including the YouTube uh, YouTube content that Winter has just blessed us with. It is it is deliciously horrible. Mm-hmm. I I can't recommend it. Enough. Like it's going to be like a comedy of errors released in the near future. Like uh, how the room like, got its own movie about its production, <laughs> so, so will this? Yeah. Right. Like fifty years from now, marketing classes at like Stanford and Harvard will be using this as a case study on how not to market. <laughs> right. This is going to be forever. You know, <laughs> it's that bad. You know, man. But other than that, speaking of zombies. I've had a tie. I've had a bit of time to sink my teeth. Oh man, dad jokes. Uh, into the Resident Evil Two remake on the PS4, and I know it's becoming like a broken record that oh, Mike only talks about games he likes and stuff like that. I'm like, of course. Why would I talk about games I don't like? Don't want to be a negative Nancy <laughs> or a negative uh, Nelson. Talk about things I like. If it's a bad game, I'm not going to give it hyper praise. Unless we're doing an actual show about it. Go listen to our top 10 best and worst games of 2018. Plug! Uh, but Resident Evil 2 Remake, uh, inside of its own white box, or its own section of me not being a Resident Evil fan, of me not of me playing the original game, it's, it's, it's on its own is a superb outing from Capcom. And this is three in a row for me, for them. Right. And it's it's getting kind of scary. It's like, okay, Monster Hunter World was my favorite game of the of the year of last year. Um, and uh, I forget the third uh, the third game escapes me as I'm talking about it. Dang my brain, my brain. But uh, Resident Evil Two Remake is one of the most like love lettery love letters to a genre I've kind of I hate to use hyperbole but I've ever played. Uh a lot of things are different. Uh there's no fixed camera, there's no tank controls, thank the lord. Uh but somehow they've managed to make it feel like there is. <laughs> it's over the shoulder action. Uh you're going down corridors and it just feels like you're playing Resident Evil 2 on the PlayStation 2. <laughs> it just feels that way. It's just the weirdest thing in the world because I was playing uh, Leon Campaign A 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And the fun thing about this game is there's multiple different ways you can play with multiple different characters and multiple different situations. So the, replay, the replayability is out of this world. Um, graphically, it is immaculate. It's, this is one of the prettiest games you're going to be able to uh, play. If you're a horror fan, this is the game you show your friends. They say, hey, I have a PS4 on it, 4K TV. <laughs> You want to see some cool stuff blow up? You want to see a zombie's brain split open like an apple? And you get to see all the fun little fun little attention to detail? Yeah, you play Resident Evil 2. Uh, the, the, con- the combat is scary because, and this is for our video game heads out there, the zombie's health is based on RNG. Uh, that would pretty much means, in uh, layman's terms, is that there isn't a set amount of bullets you can pump into a zombie that you will know will kill it. So sometimes it'll be one shot, sometimes it'll be 15 shots. And and this is survival horror, so the 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 ammo is scarce. You're constantly feeling like I'm down to my last bullet. I'm down to my last health item. I have to skirt around these zombies which are smart and are tough and it's just an astounding piece of work. I'm having so much fun with it. Yeah. Um, you know. It's very interesting because how many remaster, like they're called, they call, they've been calling it like a remastered, but it's not a remaster is pretty much no. like a, a, a scrubbing of the game. This is more of right. like you, you're disassembling the game and then bringing it back together with new parts. Like the best yeah, way I could describe it is like um, a a remaster would be a kind of like if you're gonna take a painting and then um what is it well okay the way the way that Resident Evil Two the remastered is like there is an old painting and you get a guy out there who is like well I'm only gonna use the brushes that were specifically used in the 1700s that made that. <laughs> to mm-hmm. work 
and I'm going to mm-hmm. restore it to make it look good for restore today. Restore it. Yeah. So it's a restoration mm-hmm. sort of thing. But also it make it adds a whole other playing field, right? With a like you have another I don't know. Um it's like Yeah, go on. Yeah. No worries and you're you're absolutely right. There's differences between a remaster and a remake. Like the best examples, I'm going to use two very good games. One is uh uh, what's it called? Uh, Shadow of the Colossus. Episode one, Phantom Menace for which, PlayStation One. <laughs> episode one for PlayStation yeah. One. Man, I beat that game fifty times. So you have a game like <laughs> No Shade, No Shade. Uh, uh, you have uh, Shadow of the Colossus re- uh, remaster, mm-hmm. and let's say Resident Evil Two. Uh, they're just calling it Resident Evil Two now. They're not not even calling it remake okay. anymore. Like you were mentioning earlier. A Shadow of the Colossus was a restoration of an older game. It's a it's a artist recreating the Mona Lisa exactly as Mona Lisa yeah. was created, right? Of higher textures, prettier graphics, better sound, all in all, an enhanced experience, right? right? So, what Red so City- with yeah. that, um, with that um, knowledge, can um, can that style, or like, can that form of art, that restoration, that form of taking old art and bumping it up a bit to make it look brand new today, can that fit into mm-hmm. any other field of like uh, nerdiness? For instance, the what comes to mind yeah. was the attempt for the Psycho shot by shot <laughs> remake mm-hmm. that bombed. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, like imagine, there's something and to you that. know how many people yeah. give bands a bunch of crap for here's they were good in that first album, but then they just repeated it again for the second one. But right, yeah, it seems, yeah. so yeah. it seems like sorry, I keep we keep cutting each other off because we're yeah. so excited. That's fine. Yeah, I'm That's trying fine. to get That's to fine. the news, but this was a juicy bit. <laughs> I just want to talk about it just a little bit more, just a little bit more. Uh, yes, so. Uh, it's like Weezer just recently came out with a yep. cover album, yep. right? Uh, called Teal, mm-hmm. right? And I was excited. I was like, "Oh, Weezer's gonna be covering some good songs, right?" But unfortunately, they just all come off as karaoke to me, right? Yeah. There's they're not doing any kind of artistic flair to the songs that they're covering. It's just. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of by the numbers. With Weezer. Right. Okay. Uh, I, we, I, funny you bring that because I was talking about last week with some coworkers. Uh, and the best way I could put it is that I hate how in commercials we have named actors now taking jobs away from actors who are commercial lower actors. tier. Not saying that they're bad, but saying yeah. that actors are finding out that, oh, I can make a, like $5,000 every time this airs. Okay, I'll do that. That's how you get Alec Baldwin doing Capital One. Now, yeah. Weezer in the music world taking money away from the low cover bands and going, why don't we just do covers? <laughs> Even though yeah. there's musicians that go, I'll never play a cover in my life. And it's like, uh, just wait about it. Wait, wait until they shove about five, like $10,000 in your face to cover Africa or something like that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Pretty much. And that's what kind of sucks about it. And for that, for yeah. that conversation. But I'll end my Resident Evil 2 uh, kind of experience with this one analogy. Uh, the differences between Resident Evil 2 
in that was made in you know back in the day in Resident Evil now is kind of like the difference between Dracula with Bella Lugosi, uh-huh. black and white, and Francis Ford Coppola's Dracula with let's say uh with uh what's the actor Gary yeah. Oldman. It's the same story, it's the same characters, it's pretty much the same layout, but functionally they're very different just, movies. Yeah, that's true. It's not a re- it's not a remaster. It is taking the idea and the core feeling of the game and restructuring it from the bottom all the way up. And you can feel the love that they put into uh, remaking the, the game. Don't get me started on Elton John. I love me some Elton, though. What do you know about Candle in the Wind, Doug? I hate a goodbye England's Rose, mm. though. All respect. Isn't that the one that the goes, goodbye of- England Rose? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. You just mixed, you just mixed it's goodbye Yellow Big yeah. Road and Candle in the Wind. I kind of want to punch you right now. I am a madman. <laughs> don't ever do that. Across the w- don't river. Don't ever do that again. <laughs> yeah. I'm the madman across the water, legit. ladies and gentlemen. I am legit shook right now. Yeah. Man. So with now that you're successfully shook, we can now uh do our millennial take on the news. Oh, <laughs> because uh, we're millennials and yeah, I'll I'll, I'll let you slide anything. into the millennial bracket. The news. Uh, okay, millennial news. Talking about Resident Evil, uh apparently Resident Evil is getting the Netflix treatment, not as a movie, but as a series. Ooh. Uh, so, ooh. which I prefer to it being a yes. movie. So, certain intellectual properties work better in as a movie, and certain intellectual properties work better in more smaller, digestible chunks as a TV yes. series. And what? And let's not go the route of the movies here, people. We've had we have the movies. We don't need to go back to those. We don't need to have uh, uh, a Russian woman running around killing zombies. <laughs> okay, yeah. We we need like some grittiness to it. So, like if Walking Dead could be on HBO. <laughs> so yeah, um, coming to Netflix is good. Um, a scripted series. I'm hoping that they will put some more money into this. Uh, I be- I read somewhere that re- Netflix is making a ridiculous amount of content this year for their channel, and like that. Now, when they say they're making it, that doesn't necessarily mean that Netflix is on the ground doing it. That means that they're picking it up and putting it on their service. And um, it's also interesting to consider, like, how do we know something is doing better than others? Because Netflix themselves release their own uh, numbers about, oh, this is through, this was the number one movie for the last five weeks. Well, who told you that? We did. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. It's like um, um, it, it it's similar to cigarette companies going, oh, cigarettes aren't bad for you, according to cigarette health for us. <laughs> you know, you get. You get what I'm trying to say, folks. Are you done over there, Michael? Yes, I am. I kind of uh, stubbed my infinite toe, but I'm okay. 
we shall uh we shall persevere mm-hmm. absolutely so so yeah i kind of hope they stick with the storyline of the of the mm-hmm. games make it more faithful and kind of start from the beginning start at resident evil and just every season should be a game honestly <laughs> that, yeah that'd be cool <laughs> That'd be cool. Like expound on Resident Evil from zero all the way to the end of Resident Evil One. Yeah. You know so, season two, Resident Evil Two. Okay, so this is this is funny that you bring this up because uh I I have a question for you that might be triggering for some of our yeah. people, but here we go. Here's a classic That's all tra- right. winter pulling out some trash. Do you think a game like Resident Evil Five could survive today? And let me remind you what Resident Evil 5 was. It is a pale man going into an African village. <laughs> infected by, oh, sorry, not uh, infected folk. And <laughs> shooting them to, <laughs> because they were attacking him. Resident Evil yeah. 5. Now, now, I love Resident Evil. <laughs> I have, like, big memories of when is this gonna end i just shot a rocket launcher at it. Like, oh, it keeps going <laughs> right uh resident evil 5 storyline uh-huh. <laughs> though not the best because man that has some controversy yeah. when it first and came then out. bing crosby comes out but... of the end in a certain paint and <laughs> he does a little fucking dance <laughs> yeah you're not yeah. wrong Bing Crosby probably did have the team the team virus. <laughs> that's how he that's how yeah. he survived for that's so long. That's a little joke for our film majors out there. there you, <laughs> you know, if you fill a you fill an orange full of uh, I'm not yeah, gonna make don't that make that joke. That joke. We, we don't want any association <laughs> with the color joke. orange in here, all right? We don't we don't need to right, we don't need enough. to bring that heat. <laughs> uh, orange clashes with uh with my eye color, actually. Oh. But Resident Evil 6 is the worst Resident Evil game, like numbered yeah. one. I don't count like Code Veronica or Raccoon City or any of those. But yeah, if they could just do three seasons of Resident Evil 1, 2, 3, <laughs> just... I would be super happy yeah. with that. That's it. That would be a lot of content. Let's say 10, 15 episodes a season and just cast the right people and just stick with the story then we'll all be fine who would you, you know cast I mean? as uh who would you have in the in the show oh on the spot uh first season will definitely have to be the original squad from one it'll have to be jill valentine it'll have to be carlos have to be wesker all those people have to be in the mansion right uh in oscar the first season. from the office the second <laughs> uh did yeah. i say oscar Dang it! I meant uh, Carlos. Carlos Alvarez. I can't. His uh, last name. I I'm having a hard time pronouncing. But then season two kicks in. We have Resident Evil two, where you can get Claire Redfield, and you can get Leon Kennedy, and you can get the Mister X and right. Liquors and all that cool Resident Evil two stuff. And then you could get Nemesis in your final season. I hope that's money right there, man. Yeah, yeah. That's a good. You that's know? a good. That's a good bit. Pro tip to directors and anyone with money who are in a in a position 
to produce content based on an existing license, don't ad lib anything. Fans hate it. It's <laughs> just, just like we were talking add about magic earlier. To the series, like, you know, those dumb kids like yeah, magic like, in their shows. <laughs> make it about Hogwarts. Yeah. Set Resident Evil in Hogwarts. But I'm just saying, like, don't add new characters and change all the lore around. Just do your yeah. own thing, but just keep it. Just ugh, I hate that. We don't need another well, Alice. We have to be care- we have to be careful now about the character adding because. Um, there is a successful show that does that. Not only add characters, but combine them, and that is Game well, of Thrones. Well, I can't speak for Game of Thrones because I've never seen one full episode all the way through. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I can't comment either way. Well, that's because. <laughs> okay. I know, right? 911. What's your murder? Yeah, right? We've I've just witnessed a murder. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I can't comment on Game of Thrones either way because I don't want to get punched out for talking out the side of my yeah. lip. But shame. shame. I do know shame, though. Shame. But uh, well, no, I mean Shane. Not not what you're talking. About. I'm talking about the TV show where they have a scene from Shane. I mean, you if you deal with shame on your own, I was time, talking, I was thinking about the lady in Game of Thrones that goes, Shane. "Folks, I had to work for that joke. I had to fo- work." And for I that totally joke. stand back, and I'm sorry. This is the way right. of the nerdiverse. Yeah, we should we should move uh, on. Speaking of things that are going to get <laughs> sandbagged, uh, the Rizza and Ghostface Killer of the Wu Tang Clan are teaming up to make a horror movie. <laughs> Oh boy! (laughs) Where do I start with this? Uh, Well, let's look at RZA's track record with mm -hmm. films, shall we? (laughs) Go for it. You got a list? You got it? You got it up and running? I I believe he directed, if not had a big hand or a golden fist in Man Man with with a Golden golden Fist. fist. Uh, I did like Ghost Dog, though. Um, Which I. I I dug it. <laughs> I I mean I liked I liked the weirdness of it. Uh... All I care about with this is that there's a chance we're gonna get a new Wu Tang album that's horror based. 
<laughs> That's all I care about. Yeah, he was the lead actor, director, and co-writer for The Man yeah, with the Iron he Fist. Got, he got Bautista to be in it. Bautista. This is before Guardians of the Galaxy. He got Russell Crowe in it, freaking Russell Crowe to be in his movie. To, he called in favors. Like, I love the Wu-Tang Clan. Don't get me wrong. I had an unhealthy fixation yeah. with the Wu-Tang Clan as a kid. I could probably recite all 10 minutes of Triumph right now if he asked me to. I'm well, not going don't. to. That would, that's podcast murder. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I just want a new super awesome Wu-Tang album to come from whatever this probably horrible horror movies could have yeah. been. <laughs> well, what you need to do is become a stockbroker. Just put stock in that album. <laughs> and, now, I believe there's like some weird story of a stockbroker dude or some Wall Street oh, dude who spent money... Guy. Did I you hear hate, about that? I hate that's the worst thing to happen to the Wu Tang Clan. Well, okay, that's not a controversial take. <laughs> I hate, I hate that guy's. I mean, the Earth hates him, and that's why he's disappeared from all like media. Well, because he's, he's in, in jail, jail too. Because the guy is a freaking rat fink. Oh, you are gonna make me curse, dude? Yeah. And he also <laughs> sent out a death threat or like tried to get people to pluck Hillary Clinton's Stop. hair. They don't, they don't like li- that. Quote unquote, anyway. they don't like that. <laughs> is that is that going to be the title of this episode? They don't like between that, that and Bean Crosby has the T virus. Some kind of fighting between those two, <laughs> folks. This is all free, free. to you. All this we don't property. charge anything for this podcast. <laughs> funny enough, not yeah. yet anyway. Maybe next year, but. Yes, and I feel like I should have told you this before we started recording, but I do have a story you know to tell that uh, that if you want to skip one of your stories, you know you what we got, it, we got a skippable you, you story. Might... So jump in there. What, what do you want to talk about? Okay, so there's some recent podcasting news that is kind of connected to Go the Nerdiverse. Um, just that I, I think a podcast is the version is the satellite radio of the yeah. Nerdiverse, folks. Whatever, <laughs> whatever that means. That means. So. So there is a big podcast called Your Mom's House. Have you ever no, heard of this actually, podcast? No. Well, it's two comedians. Um, I only know the guy's name. Apologies. Uh, it's mm-hmm. Tom Segura and his wa- uh, wife, I believe, or girlfriend. And they record, and it's it's blown up in recent years to the point that they were sponsored by okay. McDonald's. Wow. <laughs> and. Yeah, like they painted the they had the McDonald's colors in their background and then when they had like video clips of their show, they had McDonald's food placed all over wow, the place. Okay. You know, just to make people go, you know what, I want some McDonald's now. <laughs> I want McDonald's. Yes. So and this was a big sponsorship. Like you're talking Probably a lot of money was being thrown around, right? Like I've heard the number a million thrown out. I've heard the number 2.5 million 2.8 that's our million. future man we just okay. gotta sell out real hard <laughs> well this is also in our future what oh, happens geez. next so i believe a week or a week and a half ago they just uh episode 249 or whatever of their show 240 whatever um the the guy was sent a video and they decided to show it and it's pretty much a vi- uh, <laughs> they they edited it but it is a naked dude trying out certain devices on himself. Why would they do this? It, because it was funny. <laughs> Tom's, it, like, 
Tom Segura, the host, is laughing hysterically mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. about it. And and like one of them does make the comment like, "We're what about our sponsors?" The next day, they got a call from like McDonald's, uh, someone up high up in a in the McDonald's thing is like. Yeah, we knew that you guys were edgy in your comedy and edgy in your show, but we didn't realize that this is what you meant. Like, you're laughing hysterically at this dude. And McDonald's Mm -hmm. is not about that. And then cuts to, we would like our 2.8 or whatever the amount was, a million (laughs) dollars back. And (laughs) so let that sink in. And then they end with the big dropper, and you're not allowed at any Southern California. Dang, McDonald's. he got bad <laughs> from the lads, dude. <laughs> yeah, which is interesting. Like, so now are they going to be p- putting pictures of Tom Zagura and uh, his wife or girlfriend on uh, no. <laughs> in every McDonald's? Um, so, anyways, yeah. So, <laughs> in a matter of a week, they had to give their mo- give the money back. There was people who were like they've hired and like talking about like, this is going to be like, I'm going to buy a house. This is going to be my job. We did it. We made it. Right. Yeah. They did. They were able to get a sponsor. Isn't there like a steakhouse called Mortensons down in LA? They they got sponsored by Mortensons and it, it was, they said it was like a couple thousand dollars and, but they had to spend all that money that they got from that deal to repaint the office because McDonald's does not want to be associated with them. So the colors Mm -hmm. have to go. You know, I'm happy you usurped one of our news segments because I was gonna be I'm, I'm gonna give some advice, you know, and I, we don't charge anything for the service, yeah. you know. And you're gonna be like that ESPN dude. I'm gonna be like uh, Stephen A. Smith while I'm saying it. Uh, Jesus, yeah. I'm gonna say something that can be as mic- macro or as micro as you prefer, and I'm gonna say real simply: don't be stupid. Take that as you will. <laughs> Just don't be stupid. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah. yeah it's it's crazy. crazy. So, okay. I don't care. If they just lay off, lay the, off jokes. the jokes. <laughs> I'm a bad man. LeVar Ball doesn't know how okay, to hit up okay, a ball. Okay. <laughs> winner. Okay. We're talking about podcast. Okay, winner. Okay. Let's say tomorrow. Yeah. We po- I post the episode. Freaking monster or something like that just hits us up and is like, money. <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm telling you, things would change. Things would change, <laughs> right? And you, yeah, because that's, that's what, what happens, yeah. right? And, you know, uh-huh. I'm, I would never, uh, I would never like just destroy or, or erode the integrity of what I think Masters of the Universe is. I would never. I would Absolutely. never truly go one way or the other to appease some up, to, you know, some force that's shooting money into it. That being said, right. if I'm a sponsor with something as engulfing as McDonald's, you got to understand that certain stuff you got to cut out. You know what I mean? It's common yeah. sense. Like that would be the day where we start getting the comments of. Oh, the podcast changed, and then yeah. we go. Yeah, I think we just got a million, got a million dollar check, check from Red Bull. Just talking, just talking. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be adjustments, right? But as long as the spirit of the show remains yeah. the same, then we're everything is Gucci, yeah. as it were. But what kind of idiot are you to think McDonald's is going to be okay with you 
laughing your butt off at some crazy naked dude video, him trying out devices. You just post that yeah. everywhere. Hey guys, we got this McDonald's money. We're, we're living it up. Right. And I, I mean, it, it's, it's kind of bizarre to me. Um, some of their reactions were interesting with like, they were, they were upset about it and they were kind of laughing because, you know, comedians yeah, fighting, finding, the, humor. finding humor in this dark situation. Right. And uh, it's like people have bet like this is going to happen. And I, I have a feeling that they're, that they, everyone who is, who came on board are still on board. They're helping. Like, they, these are successful yeah. comedians who can like, here, here's so I'm so, I'm so sorry. Like they're doing the, yeah, they're, rebuilt, thing, they're you know, rebuilding. Like, giving you know them, what I'm saying? That's fine. Yeah. Yes. And it's not, it's not going to be Mortensen's no. forever. And I like the idea if like Wendy's or Burger King came yeah, in. Man. I mean, <laughs> And sponsor them. Now. A tiger can't change can't change his stripes, right? Like your your brand right. of comedy is your brand of comedy, and I'm not saying to uh, to change who you are or change the nature of your brand. But what I'm saying is, yeah. if you knew that, or it's like what would you, like uh, what what's that? It's like being st- the that thing that was stung by a scorpion. Like what did yeah, you like, expect? Or like Andy, let's hire Andy Kaufman. <laughs> Thank you. It's like, happens. why would you accept the money? I get it. It's a huge. You can't accept the money and not think about the long term of like, I'm gonna have to adjust my entire comedic background to fit this new sponsor. You know, like, am I willing right. to well, do that? You just have to. That's the thing. You don't have to change. They didn't have to change they just everything. Didn't have to do stupid stuff. Like you yeah. have to go that extreme. And I, yeah, yeah. But I think they know that it was stupid. It's now, in retrospect because but... McDonald's banished them from every McDonald's on the earth now, and yeah. they don't want anything. To do and I like how they look at it like this: ten minute or twenty minute bit cost them a million, them million dollars. And it's just, I'm going to go yeah. back to my advice: just don't be stupid. You know what I mean? Like, just don't. Not even if you want to, okay? Because <laughs> stupidity just costs them a once in a lifetime deal. You know what I mean? And if, right. you, and if you felt like your comedy was being co- compromised, then you shouldn't have accepted the deal. Because you should know damn well McDonald's is not going to think that's funny. Right. If, now, if this, was this, if this was Spike or some other more edgy advertisement, then you probably could have got away with that. They probably would have laughed it off on their tw- Twitter Twitter memes, you know what I'm saying? But McDonald's don't play that, dude. It's McDonald's. It might as well be Apple. They don't play it, that McDonald's game. McDonald's don't play that. They hit you upside the head with a sock full of a. Uh... Anyway, I'm not going to go back. I'm not going to tell that joke. Let's go back to Stephen A. Smith's take on this. They should lay oh, off the jokes and get back to the game of podcasting. Gee. Kwame Brown doesn't know a lick about the court game. About the court ball. game ball. This is how much we play sports here at the Nerdiverse. The court game ball. <laughs> I'm going to tattoo that yeah. on my back. Uh. Speaking of the court, huh? that should be that a should shirt. Be a shirt. Yeah. That's a that's a uh, trash monk emote right there. Uh, just want to talk about something really quick before we do the the closing uh, news articles that uh, Metroid Prime Four uh, is going to be restarted from the ground up by Retro mm-hmm. Studios, which is the original company that made Metroid Prime One. A lot of people are upset about it. 
I'm here to tell you, please don't. This is good news. I would rather them start this complete this thing completely over and get it right than them put out crap and, and, and disappoint everyone. So I, when it comes to this kind of content, take your time. Like no one's gonna, no one's gonna lose their life if Metroid Prime Four doesn't come out in this generation. Just take your time, make the game you want to make, start over as many times as you need to. Because another jewel of advice is you only have one time to make a good first impression. You know what I'm saying? Right. So stop freaking out, Nerdiverse fans. Let them fine tune this machine. Because when they do, you get stuff like Resident Evil 2 Remake. I'm just saying. Let them fix it. You have anything to comment on this winter? Let them fix fix it. You have any feelings towards this before we move on to the final? Uh, No, I don't. Back to you, Mike. Oh, nice. (laughs) So I wanted to talk about this. (laughs) Oh, nice. (laughs) I wanted to talk about this because your response to this before it was probably one of my favorite moments on this show and that was me explaining to you the with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's subtle but brutal origins of Dragon Ball Z's own Brawly. Okay. You remember talking about this winner? No, but you know... (laughs) Sometimes I have PTSD from this show, That's so fine. I can't remember. So do I. Join yeah. the club. So we were it's kind of for, it's for the same game, Dragon Ball Z Fighters, funny enough, is that once I explained the origins of Brawly, you audibly recoiled in horror from how stupid it was. And I, yeah. I laughed. Could you give your refresher yes uh the origin of brawly okay okay i'm gonna try to make this quick the origins of brawly is this so there's a group of so goku is what they call a saiyan he's an alien race of fighters from a planet far far away they're super strong they're the strongest Mm -hmm. they're so strong brawly's sole motivation for being a villain is that when goku and brawly were born they were set next to each other like in a nursery and when goku was a baby he would cry 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 all night long and Brawly hated that. Okay. So Brawly hated it so that. much that he went through life thinking about this moment from birth all the way to him being a grown man. When he finally met up with Goku and heard his voice, it triggered that memory and caused him to want him to fight him and kill him forever. That was Brawly's sole motivation as a character. Yeah, I remember this now. Oh, oh yes. Yeah, let it sink in. Let that tooth sink into your throat like a like a damn pure. So the reason I bring this up for is twofold is that they've recently revamped Brawly's origins in a film called Dragon Ball Z Super Brawly. Simply it's all about Brawly. They're bringing back Brawly and I haven't seen it yet. I heard it's good. I heard they do things to adjust this character's motivation. So they're not so zero. And I hear that they do Brawly justice. So I haven't seen it yet, so I can't comment on it. But the news 
is that Dragon Ball Z Fighters, which was one of my top five games, even though I kind of didn't like the mechanics, but that's either here nor there, is having a second season of new characters. Uh, one's going to be uh, Jiren, who is the big bad from Dragon Ball Z Super. One's going to be Videl, who's Gohan's girlfriend, kind of Mr. Saiyaman's girlfriend slash fighter. One's going to be, this is so nerdy, uh, <laughs> Go Cheetah Blue, who is the Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan of the fused versions of Goku Vegeta that through the fusion dance make Go Cheetah. And last but not least, one is this updated version of Brawly. All new fighters coming some downtown a lot, some where down the line throughout the year being downloadable content. And Winter, my question to you is that is there a character that you can recall that has had a revision done to them that you find more interesting than the original? Um, well, that's interesting because I, I think first that comes to mind is a Freddy Krueger, um, Ooh. where in his character, like in the original, I, his original idea was that he was a pedophile, right? right? Yeah. And then they went this whole realm of like, no, let's not make him a pedophile. Right. But then the most recent ones have gone, okay, he's a pedophile. Yeah. Again. We wanted to. And so, yeah. So that does come to mind as a good work. Uh, it's a sense. It's like a revamp of a sense. Yeah. Um, going back to the original, um, but for a, a completely altered change, right? Um, like night and day. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm drawing a blank here. Uh, do you have one on the top of your head? I was kind of trying to think of one too. In comic books, does this a lot where they kind of revamp a character to make it different or more edgy or less edgy and i'm trying to in it kind of doesn't count but it makes me think of kratos from god of war like the difference between god of war one two and three kratos and the kratos we get in the updated ps4 game where it's kratos originally was honestly the worst protagonist in anything ever because he was this bloodthirsty rat uh rampaging uh, psychopath that didn't have any redeeming quality to him now being this repentant father who doesn't want to see his son commit the sins that he committed. You know what I mean? And he still has that same rage. He still has that same kind of wanton destruction, but it's repurposed so well that it's almost a different character. You know what I mean? I think that's a good retelling, a restructuring of a character to understand the fallacies of their origins and kind of reshape them to be something a bit more positive and a bit more, more and not more than positive, be a bit more compelling. You know what I mean? I think that's yeah. kind of what they were trying to do with Brawly here. Even though I'm hearing that it's still a drag, it's not, it's not Macbeth, you know, it's not going to be some crazy re- remix of the character, but if they were able to add any kind of substance or meat to that character, then he's a billion times better than what he was before. You know what I mean? Which is a glorified Hulk without the Bruce Banner. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm really drawing a blank on who, who would be a good um, character. I'll tell have. you this. I, I'm, yeah, I guess I'm excited for this horror Superman. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's that called again? Like rising. Yeah. 
if that fits something it looks very interesting where it's i don't even know how they didn't get sued it's just superman is literally a, a spaceship falls out of the sky in a in like a cornfield the mom picks up the kid and the kid is just evil as hell and he's just super bad he has laser vision and super strength and super speed and all that I'm like how is this not getting sued i'm very fascinated to see what that yeah. movie's gonna be Oh man, I'm really curious. I'm really, really curious. Now that you mentioned that, that's a good retelling. <laughs> I'll buy that for a dollar. Uh, one last really quick thing. Uh, they showed this weird Harley Quinn uh, Birds of Prey teaser, and I hate it. Like hate. Oh, it's a strong yeah, word. I saw a little. Bit. Hate's a strong word, and I don't like throwing it around. But I kind of hate it. It's like DC just can't. They just can't, you know? They have to always do something extra. They're always extra, you know what I mean? It's always, like, they just can't just do it. They have to, like, you know, it's... They take the three-point shot when they're supposed to be, something, you know, going for the free throw. And I get it. Sometimes that works, but it, it has to be, like, lightning in a bottle for that to work sometimes. Like, And it's, like, there. it's this weird kind of roller rink kind of vibe to it and it's only 13 seconds so i can't damn the movie based on this split second but for what i saw right i'm just not feeling it, it doesn't feel like we would like to try <laughs> we love to try that's what we're all about oh uh, i just hate it i just no i just don't like any of it it just seems so extra it just seems it insists upon itself i think that's the best way to go it insists upon itself it insists upon itself i don't like it I'm sorry. I don't want to be a, a gloomy Gus, but I'm just saying. I gotta. I can't lie to you, my, my the listeners of this podcast. I can't do it. Oh man, what are you looking forward to? Uh, I'm looking forward to a. Uh, yeah, I, I just rewatched. I'm rewatching the teaser right now. Oof! Right? It is. It's nothing. I mean, it, I I like the look of it. I don't. I, don't I can't, I, I can't lie. I like. I like the look of it, but is this really what DC needs to be doing? That's what I'm saying, dude. That's exactly what I'm saying. Like, All right, don't be shy. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not yelling at you. I'm just excited. I'm not yelling at you. Shh, 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 shh. It's okay. It's okay. I'm not going to hurt it's you. Okay. I'm not going to hurt you. I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just saying, uh, is this what they need to be doing right now? <laughs> like, like, just make birds a prey. Just make Black Canary look like Black Canary. Dress her up like Black Canary. Make Harley Quinn look like Harley Quinn, something that is recognizable to the fans. Nothing is recognizable to anyone in this in this little snippet. Looks like you can name that thing anything yeah. else. You can name it Roller Rink Brigade. You can name it uh, The Lady Killers. You can name it anything, and you'll be like, okay, that looks good. You can name it Birds of Prey and put the slap a DC logo on it, and you go, WTF, what is this? No, there's nothing DC about anything they showed, other than oh, we know Margot yeah. Robbie is is uh is Harley Quinn. That's the only thing that connects your brain to DC. Yeah. Um. Okay, I'm getting out of the DC tunnel right now. Don't fall um, into the DC hole. Yeah. So what I'm expecting for this week, uh, I don't know. I'm working on this script, uh, for this next uh project for MOTN. Wink, 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 wink. All the way. And yeah. And you know, just 
um, going to my parents and relaxing. That's what's up, man. Go visit your people, yeah. man. Bring in the groceries. Parents love when you do that. No, they love it when you bring, <laughs> they love it when you bring in the groceries, dog. They get a kick out of it. <laughs> Take out the trash while you're there. Your parents will love it. Yep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Pro tip. Take out your parents. <laughs> no matter how old you are, from zero to forty five. If you're listening to this podcast, next time you're you see your mother or father, take off the trash. They'll love it. That's a pro tip. It's better than candy. They'll love it. Mm-hmm. What are you um, doing this week? Are you taking out people's trash? No. <laughs> I refused, but then that that's because uh I hate trash cans. I have a phobia. They're so dirty. Uh oh. they're they're disturbingly disgusting. Uh I'm up against the wall because I just shelled out money to play Resident Evil 2 and the video game gods decided to drop Kingdom Hearts 3 on us. Mm-hmm. And I just don't have them. I can buy Kingdom Hearts 3. And I, I love me some Kingdom Hearts, but I'm just toying with the idea of picking it up. But I have so much to do in Resident Evil 2, so it doesn't make sense. I'm not going to be able to do both at the same time. So, kind of toying with that. I'm trying to get better. I'm just trying to, uh, just trying to, you know, meditate and woosa and get in a good place for future content. I know content's been slow, guys. It's been a slow beginning of the year. But there are new reviews coming out. I have to work on it. There's new, exciting new things that we're revamping and things that are in the works that I know are going to blow your, uh, rock your socks off. So just please be patient with us, um, patient with me. Uh, Things are coming down the pipe that I know you'll like. So uh, just trying to lay all those snakes straight. That's really where my head's at right now and orchestrate the rest of the year. <laughs> which is fun to say because we're just about to exit January not to not to date this episode but that's where we are that's where my head's at so that's kind of what I'm I'm excited for this cool. week you know uh, yeah a secrets in store for the future secrets, wow. that secrets <laughs> for the podcast any passing thoughts before we close this bad boy out yeah um Read more books. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Books. I mean, if you want to do Audible, that's not reading a book. That's cheating. Unless Audible wants to sponsor us, then read all the, listen to all the Audibles you want. Just do it. But read a book, even if it's a small book, like a baby book. Just read something. The art of reading makes you smarter. It's scientifically proven. Uh, and if you want us to read your comments... You can always uh, leave a comment on any of our social media outlets. May it be Twitter at MNerdiverse. Uh, may it be on Facebook or even Instagram. We post pictures there of, of silly things, of podcast art and stuff. And if you want to support us elsewhere, you can always leave a like. You can check out our Patreon and donate to make this podcast better. Or you can subscribe to our channels. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Because I'm going to be doing some experimentations with a YouTube channel to see if something will work. I don't know if it's going to work. I'm going to be testing it this week. But hopefully exciting things will be coming to our YouTube channel. So uh, st- please stay uh, posted for that. Um, I've, of course, been your host, Mike G. Uh... And I'm... <laughs> <laughs> and 
I am butchered. Catch me at Trashbug the Third. That's my handle. <laughs> and we will always never hesitate to ask you to take that one step beyond. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.